All right, joining me as we wrap up the trading day that was is Graham Frank from PSG Wealth Santon Grayson. Thanks so much for your time, Graham. Well, we're not just going through the day's performance, but really the month's performance. And this comes on the back of robust trading that happened in January where we saw all the bulls coming back. But in February, there were shaky spots uh, with the last week being uh, the worst for the U.S. and European markets. So what has stood out for you in terms of trading, investor sentiment, in the month of February. Yeah, thanks. It's uh, as you say, uh, January we were up. The all share. I'm talking the local market was up, sort of eight, nine, ten percent, depending whether you use the top forty or the all share. Um, and then we saw further strength at the beginning of February, and then we've given it all back towards the back end of February. So February as a whole is pretty flat um, on the all share, and I think that's driven by by global factors. Obviously, as you mentioned in your introduction. A resurgence of uh, of possible inflation in global markets and, and interest rates continuing to to move higher um, but on the local front obviously we've had the grey listing we've had load shedding debacles we've had the rand uh, be quite weak so quite a lot to absorb to be honest with you in the month of uh, of February yeah. on both local and uh, and offshore markets. But such is markets. They tend to be very volatile in the short term. Yeah. Well, let's get to that unemployment figure that we got earlier on today um, at 32.7% in the fourth quarter from 32.9%. Flat. I, I don't. I don't even know what to say because I just feel like there hasn't really been much of a needle that has moved. But also, it's like, how do you move the needle on the unemployment figure if there's no growth? Yeah, I mean that's 100% correct. And as you say, there's an improvement from of 0.2 of a percent. But yeah. when your unemployment is north of 32%, coming off such a low base, we should be growing a lot quicker and getting people more jobs. And I suppose that's the biggest tragedy of all. Is uh, and especially the youth out there are uh, I just just can't find can't find work at the moment. So, yeah, I mean we do we from an economic growth, but more importantly from a human um, employment perspective, we 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 definitely need to grow a lot quicker. Yeah. And I mean you can see we uh, you know just in the the finance minister's budget last week again, there's questions around growth. Questions are they being too ambitious on tax takes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So all signs continue to point to South African growth coming down rather than accelerating. Yeah. And of course, um, with unemployment still remaining elevated and you have the employed people um, whose pockets are still constrained because they still need to support unemployed family members, you look at um, credit demand. And we did get private sector credit demand um, accelerating in January. But I'm not sure if that's good news or bad news because you kind of feel like consumers are strapped in terms of cash, so now they're going for more credit. I don't know what that spells in an environment of high interest rates and all these other challenges that we have. Yeah, I mean, a couple of points uh, maybe in, uh, to that is that firstly on the, uh, on the, the fewer people that are employed in South Africa, we're seeing that in the retail results, Mr. Price results were quite disappointing. So people, you're right, they... They, they are trying to get by rather than splash out on the likes of floating. In terms of the private sector banking credit growth, that's actually largely driven by solar installations and a move from the public sector providing services now to the private sector having to, to provide those. And that's been the biggest source of growth uh, for the banks right now is people are, are, are accessing their bonds to either to spend or to upgrade their houses or to put solar in. Um, so it's, it's, it's actually quite sad, yeah. <laughs> although good for the banks. It's yeah. uh, good for the bank earnings potentially, and the bank shares are quite cheap, 
from an overall message that's been put out there. That is what South Africans are doing to stay alive at the moment. Yeah. All right. Let's take a look at some of the company news that came out. Uh, Sibanya came out with results um, talking about a 49% fall in full year profit. Adjusted core profit for 20, uh, FY22 was 40% lower than the record in 2021, but still the third highest uh, recorded uh, adjusted core profit since listing. They talk about some notable challenges, uh, saying that um, exogenous factors uh, affected operating and financial results. What are you making of those numbers that came out of Sibanye? Uh, Anything surprising to you there? Well, we were expecting them to, to be weak. Um, they've had some strikes as well. And uh, as Neil Froneman said, it's been a year of consolidation. Um, I personally think it's looking very good. Um, at these levels. I just looked a little bit earlier, the one-year chart on Sabania, the high was just over 80 rand, 80 rand and 22 cents to be exact. And they closed today just over 37 rand. So A, they are a lot weaker than the high this year and B, you're getting them uh, you know, at, a, at a much better level. But obviously understand that mining stocks are volatile. But mm. as I say, now is probably the best time to buy. The only thing I would add just uh, as a word of caution, they're trumpeting the 6 to 7% dividend yield. So they've taken their full year dividend, which is a very big first half dividend and a much smaller second half dividend. You probably need to take the second half dividend and extrapolate that, whereas they're looking at the whole year's dividend and trumpeting a, a massive yield. So it's maybe not quite as attractive as, uh, as, as management are saying, but <laughs> that's par for the course. <laughs> All right, all right. I hear your point there, Graham. Let's talk about WEBHO. We're talking about volatility, and we know the volatility that comes with construction companies, especially with the exposure to Australia. So they've been working on getting out of Australia, um, saying that their South African operations actually did quite well in the UK. Some challenges, uh, the rest of Africa performing in line with the previous year. How are you looking at w, uh, WBHO now that they're basically at the end of their their trip around Australia? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, WBHO has been uh, the best uh, construction stock in South Africa. It's still been bad, yeah. <laughs> but it's the best of a bad bunch. Uh, and it's one of the survivors. I mean, the, the, the graveyard of, uh, of bankrupt construction companies in South Africa is quite long. So we personally wouldn't uh, wouldn't go for Wilson Bailey. We would. Uh, I would just think they're a little bit too high risk. And you've got your construction risk. You've got, you know, uh, delays. They take away their margin, etc. So we would go for in the property space more for a growth point. I know they're totally mm. different animals, but yeah. we. We, we would we would shy away from the actual construction builders okay. uh, of property and rather um, look at those that provide you with a decent yield. Ah, all right. Well, let's get to your stock pick for today, Graham. So I'm going to go, while I'm talking about beaten down stocks, I'm going to go for Johnson & Johnson. It's uh, Obviously, it's a U.S. pharmaceutical uh, company. Uh, the, the high in the share price was just over $180, $185, and it's back down to $150, $155 when I last looked. And the PE, which was always high teens, maybe in the 20s, is now about 14 times, 1.4. So it's come down a lot. Obviously, pharmaceutical companies, the vaccine, everything has been in the crosshairs recently. Uh, and they had results uh, a few weeks ago, which slightly missed expectations. But I think now is probably a good time to pick up a really good blue chip company like that. Uh, all right. So thank you very much for your time and for your insights today, Graeme. That was Graeme Frank from PSG Wild Santon, Grayston.